What up, homies? Walk and talk number 56. To script or not to script? If you follow me at any length, you'll hear me say, don't script, be yourself. And then I gotta be like, Jackson, stop being an asshole. You scripted when you started. <laughs> it's kind of like my last job when I was a journeyman lineman, well, a lineman working power lines. And you have this natural progression where you start out as a grunt, which is a groundman. <clears throat> and then you work up to an ape, which is an apprentice. Then you become a JY, which is a journeyman. And they always tell you, don't forget where you came from. You were a grunt once too. Help them out, teach them. <clears throat> well, in the YouTube world, I was a grunt too. Scripting was life. I don't script anymore because because of reps and also just studying, analyzing all of my data, analytics, average view durations, and noticing that in, in a lot of the vlogs and a lot of these videos that I was shooting where I was more myself, I was getting longer average view durations. When I eliminated more edits, I got better average view durations. I was more you know, relatable to people. But there are effective ways to script your real estate videos. And I'll also give some examples of other people who, who do it, you know, at a high level. Still, even though they have great channels to help you out. So I don't want you to feel like, oh, I'm scripting everything and Jackson says not to and my videos are gonna be shit. It's not like that, homie. We're gonna work through this. But first, my name is Jackson Wilkie with the Channel Junkies, 13 channels across the country, over 300 homes sold. I'm actually kinda tired of saying that. I'm gonna change that up. But I'm here to help you with all of your real estate video needs, video marketing. And as some of the reviews down below said, I'm your YouTube therapist, I love it. That's what I'm here for, to be a therapist. You're gonna hear me whine all the time, so. Hopefully that helps you in a way. But the only thing I do ask, <clears throat> since I give everything away for free, and I always have, is just make sure that you're writing me a review and you rate this podcast. I'm getting thousands of downloads, hundreds a day, and I only got 30 reviews, that means a shitload of you aren't reviewing this thing. That's all I ask. Come on. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you just like and comment. So when I was starting out, here goes Jackson and story form again. I had these pretty large scripts. Now, I will tell you, and I hate saying this because people go, oh, that's why. I did get my bachelor's degree in communications. But you have to realize the reason I got into communications was it was the easiest fucking class to get into. So I didn't have like any goals in mind. I'm a kind of dude that like I graduated high school with like a 3.2 GPA and that was because I could bomb the test, but I just always got my homework done. And if I had to deliver a speech or something, 
you know, I'd ace that baby. So school was always easy. Never really enjoyed it, but I always showed up. And so when I was playing college basketball, communications was just like, yeah, go do that. You'll, you'll like it. And I never like took anything from it. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be this communication major and go speak. But now when I look back, I'm like, oh, there were some things that I picked up. And one of them was bullet points. Like if you're going to deliver a speech, don't ever write it out. You've got to continue to keep that eye contact and you got a bullet point. Bullet points will help you. So have the information down and write a bullet point. Now I've delivered some fucking iconic wedding speeches, about seven brewskis deep. I got the crowd cheering because I bullet point. People are always like, how do you... Like, if there's one thing I want to be known for, it's iconic wedding speeches. But I always bullet point it. (laughs) As soon as I get that crowd laughing or smiling, oh boy, your boy Jackson, he'd get ripping. So... I, I picked that up. And so when I started my videos early on, it was just natural. I wasn't like, oh, okay, I'm going to bullet point this. It was just, that's the only thing I knew. Now, to fast forward, I also talk about things that I can talk about at length. One of the other drills that we did, or I don't know if it was a drill, but... One of the other things that we did in communication class was get up in front of the class and speak, which obviously is like one of the largest fears in America. And I've always said, I wanted to be up on stage. I want to teach shit. When I get up on stage, my guts start ripping. I'm so nervous. I've now spoke 10 plus times on stage and every single time, my guts, holy moly. But I typically get a overwhelming, that was awesome, oh my gosh. And I'll leave every single speech on stage going, God, did I just bomb it? (laughs) Like in my mind, I'm like, I don't think I did very good. And people are usually like, oh, you killed it. Even when I've taught boot camps, live webinars, you know, the wife hides the kids so they don't come crashing in and I'm all nervous like the very first webinar I did for YouTube dude I thought I bombed it my wife's like how did it go how did it go how did it go I'm like I don't know I couldn't really gauge the audience I I mean all I did hon was just tell them everything I know that's that's it like I just told stories and taught them exactly how I did this and I mean you can't get a standing O in a webinar And yet when it was done, the reviews and the videos were just like, holy shit, that was the greatest one I've ever seen. I've I've been in a dozen different real estate webinars and he broke it down more than anybody. And I'm not sitting here bragging on myself. What I'm trying to get across to you guys is when you know what the hell you're talking about, it's a little chaotic this morning. Then it's easy and people you attract these people and they listen. So the issue with scripting that I have is when you start writing out these scripts, 
you completely take yourself out of the video and you're just basically a, a, a teleprompter with two eyes. Tweet eater day, damn it. I'm about to get whacked in the eye here. So, I knew this early on when I started my videos. Oh God. Whew. Homeboy didn't see me there. We about lost an eyeball. I'd have been a teleprompter with one eye. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry guys. It's weed eater day. It's, and it ain't even Tuesday. But I knew early on that I would just have, have bullet points and, and start my videos. But the biggest issue I had at the beginning was not that I was bullet pointing. It was that I was doing a bunch of content and material that I knew absolutely nothing about. And so I went against everything that I was taught. And I, I get off subject easily because I meant to tell you that that other drill or that other thing we did in college was get up in front of the, the class and the teacher was like, I don't care what you talk, you can talk about anything in the world. I just want you to go up and talk until you say the words, homeboy on the lawnmower. This is like modern day Frogger. Until you say the words, um, or you pause more than like two or three seconds. And I was like, this is so stupid. What in the hell? I remember thinking that, what the hell am I gonna use this for? And now I'm like, oh, that was the greatest drill I've ever done. So when I tell people, I'm like, you know what? To get comfortable and confident on camera, set your cell phone up, turn the hit the record button, and record yourself just doing a daily task. If you're a mom and you got to make breakfast for your kids in the morning, just turn the camera on, look into that camera, look away, make the breakfast, and explain why you're making it the way you do. Because my two and a half year old son is an asshole, and one day he likes bananas, the next day he takes that shit and throws it on the wall. But I have found that if I kind of like halfway cook this Eggo waffle in a toaster, whether it's the whole thing or half of it, he, he definitely gets some bites in. And all I gotta do is get a little bit of food in that kid's stomach. And then he won't be such an asshole. Hold on. I got blades. Thank you. So you can, you can shoot these videos and start gaining that camera confidence. So I got to, you're probably like, what the hell did you talk about, Jackson? Maybe I'll give you a few seconds to think. What the hell would Jackson go up in front of everybody and talk about? Brewskis. <laughs> nope. Fishing and hunting. Because if you know anything about hunting and fishing, we're the greatest storytellers on planet Earth. We lie all day long, right? I, I had that fish on, but I lost it. It was it was fucking state record. Oh, dude, I had the biggest bull elk, dude. It was a seven point. Yeah, if you actually landed that fish, it was probably like one and a half pounds. And I think that bull elk might have been a cow elk, female. But I'm also a very good storyteller. Like I'm the kind of guy who's gonna cut you off because you're telling the story like shit, and I can tell it way better. But I picked hunting and fishing. And so before I went up there, what I 
did was just find a hunting story or a fishing story that I could sit there and talk about and, and, and tell these people. And the funny part about this drill was that although I'm not teaching anybody anything or, or nobody else was teaching me something, when that, when even when other people got up on stage and would talk about just being a parent, and I was like 20 at the time, not thinking about being a parent or whatever their story was, we were all intrigued by it. Like we could sit there and look at this because now they weren't talking about God knows what, some historical event that no, nobody cared about and that they read and then they were just reading and scripting. They were up there with no piece of paper, nowhere to look. They had to look forward and look at us and tell a story about their life. And so you naturally just like listen. And I remember all of us at the end of it were like, that was the coolest drill ever because now we learn something about each other. We all like bonded a little bit tighter. It's weird how that story form, when you let people into your life and tell stories, oh God, I'm gonna die. That, that That's what inevitably makes you relatable, right? But when I started real estate videos, I threw all that shit in the trash. I didn't do it, except for bullet points. But it was being taught to do inspection videos, escrow videos, market updates. As I've said before, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a book. Oh my God, this book is not just because it's mine, but it's, it's the whole story. It's the exact timeline of how all this shit came about, how I discovered you know, being a YouTuber and debunked all this other shit. And I lost my train of thought, damn it. <laughs> but what I do is, is I, I talk about early on these market updates and I go through my living in Portland channel and I have a timeline in there and I start going through all these events and you can see when I finally, you, I mean the, the video evidence shows you when I'm starting to kind of figure it out, but then I go right back. Market update, day in the life of a real estate agent, 30 for 30, and then pros and cons, and then market update, escrow process. Like I'm going through, I couldn't separate myself because it was crammed down our throats that we have to have that. That's the only way to get real estate business. And yet nobody could quantify, hey, I'm getting X amount or closing the X amount of deals for my videos. But yet we were telling ourselves that's what we needed to do. And those are the videos that sucked butthole for me because I did not know the market, the update, and I didn't give two shits about it. So I basically took all that college preparation, <laughs> threw it out the window. And as we started vlogging, because that's when I discovered these city suburbs were getting searched so much in YouTube, 10 times more than Google, we naturally had to be a little bit more just like open in ourselves. We weren't out there saying this place was founded in 1870. That was a big ass bug. Flew in my eye. I'm, I'm gonna lose an eye today somehow. Knock on wood. And even though I was dressed up to the nine, which I hated and I was uncomfortable, we, we naturally were starting to be ourselves a little bit more. Now I was really hard on myself and I did even kind of script those vlogs at the beginning, but we had to, when we were out there showing these areas and, and I'm brand new to that area, I had to start developing these stories, you know, cause I'd taken my kids to this area 
maybe a month ago, two months ago. So those started coming out in the vlogs. And then the comments started going, yeah, that's awesome. Oh my God, you're finally showing it. That's exactly what I want to do with my family. And I'm like, huh, these people like these stories a little better. They like when I'm just being myself. Comments are like, oh my gosh, I have kids too. Huh, I'm relatable now. So it took a long, 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 long time. And then I did the video, moving to Portland, Oregon, my story. And I was like, this is gonna make or break me. It's gonna kill me. People are gonna know I'm new to Portland, know I'm new to real estate. And yet I told these stories of daycare, about almost moving to the wrong area, <laughs> about how Portland is all about the recycling. So you get this giant ass recycling bin and your, your weekly garbage can is like the size of a fucking Miller Lite can. I just, I just threw these things in there that kind of caught me off guard. You had to pay so much money to use the dump. Idaho, that shit's free. It's weird. But I started talking like that and it erupted, it, it blew up. I was up on stage telling stories. And it, it freed me to be who I am. And as I've coached these thousands of agents, the ones that come back and thank me are the ones that say, hey Jackson, thank you so much for helping me be myself, right? I had a girl. <clears throat> Girls are, I'll just be honest, they're tougher. I, they're they are more news anchor than, than they are anything. And then they gotta be perfect and, and look amazing and all this stuff. And yet my wife will go on to YouTube and this chick's in her sweatpants and no bra and teaching nail stuff and she can watch 30 minutes straight of it. And I'm like, did you ever once judge her for what she looked like? She goes, no, I don't even, didn't even cross my mind. Exactly, right? But she was an outdoor enthusiast and loved hunting, fishing, going that's going against the grain a little bit. And she would not talk about it. And I'm like, please, you gotta realize people are moving to that area because they love the outdoors too. She goes, I know me and my dad, we love going turkey hunting. I go bass fishing. I'm like, please put that in your video. Please. She was like adamant. Nope. People are gonna kill me. And I finally got her to start telling stories of certain areas and certain lakes that she goes bass fishing with her dad. She's closing 1 million, 1.6 million, $800,000 houses on the regular. Confident as can be. Wearing her cowgirl boots, just being herself. Closing luxury homes. Those are the stories that I love. Be your fucking self. <laughs> Tell your stories. And you will start attracting people. It's weird. I literally wear shorts and t-shirts every day in all my videos. And I have doctors, lawyers, professional athletes, and even Jesus Christ. Yes, look him up on YouTube. There's a guy who changed his name to Jesus Christ and he moved to Portland. And he loved our fucking videos. <laughs> so if I can get Jesus Christ to call me by being myself, I can get anybody. But at the end of the day, if you gotta write down some bullet points, do it, but make those bullet points a couple words of a story that you can tell, not of factual data and information. If you start doing bullet points of factual information and data, first of all, nobody cares about that shit. They're gonna turn your video off. Second of all, you're gonna try and memorize it, and if you throw off one number, one letter, you're gonna be in your own head and you're gonna quit. Nobody cares when a city was founded. Nobody cares the actual median home price, nobody. 
people wondering that stuff already can't afford a house and they're not gonna buy. People are just trying to figure out where to live first. This is how you get ahead of Zillow and Redfin and all that shit. I love Zillow, it's the best platform ever. I use it all the time. And yet real estate agents wanna cry and bitch about them. Just get above them. People don't go to Zillow yet. They're trying to figure out where to live. So your bullet points need to be a couple stories that you can tell about that area. Why did a couple of your past clients choose to live there? Why does your mom live in that area? Why do you not like living in that area? I do that all the time. I, I don't, we thought Katy, Texas would be the greatest place to live. We drove over there, it was, it was miserable for us. Now, everybody loves it, and if you got a family, you're raising kids, and you know, worried about schools or anything, can't miss area, it's amazing. It's just so far out west, it felt like it was its own state, its own country. We wanted to be closer to things, and I like trees, I'm from Idaho. And the northeast side of Houston, and the north part of Houston has trees galore. You think Houston's this flat place, like watch your dog run away from you for two weeks, it's not. It's the Bayou City, there's water everywhere, and there's certain areas that you have a lot more trees. So I don't choose to live in Katy, but if you want that can't miss area and some of the best master plan communities and a $71 million high school football stadium, Katy's the shit. I just don't like it. We are selling dozens of homes in Katy. But we're getting those reach outs because I told that story of driving over there. But I also have my calls to action of, and, hey, I drove around, I'm new here too. You're never gonna find the right spot in Houston. It's the fourth largest city in the nation. That's why you reach out to us, we pull up the maps, we hear your stories, we place you in the perfect spot. And that's why we, sometimes we get 25 calls a day. So I've mastered storytelling. And to this day, for the most part, I just kind of write a title down and rip. But sometimes I'll have seven bullet points I love doing list videos, top nine, top seven. And so if I do a top nine area video, it's just gonna be like, I'm just gonna write the city, that's it. And then in my mind, I've already got the story told. And I've repeated these stories a dozen times, but I'm getting new eyeballs every single day. So I don't really care. It never dawned on me until Ryan Strong, our newest partner at Channel Junkie said, Jackson, Nobody's like you, okay? <laughs> this kid's got one of the most successful, fastest growing YouTube channels I've ever seen. I thought he mastered video and storytelling. He's got this crazy process where he maps out his videos. He's like, nobody's like you, Jackson. And he was embarrassed to tell me, but now I saw a system, I'm like, that's genius. So on a video, what he does is try and knock out 10 segments that are all a minute long. So he bullet points, he actually does it on the on his screen and it, it's all calculated and it's crazy. But what he, what he found out is to get a longer video, he builds out 10 or 12 segments in that video that are anywhere from 45 seconds to a minute and a half. Something that he can look at, go up to the camera and just talk for 45 seconds to, to 90 seconds. Stop, he even turns that clip off and labels it. Clip one, fires it up again, two. And he's done his entire YouTube channel that way and exploded. When I saw that, I was like, holy shit. Like, that stresses me out. That much planning. I would never do that. But I realized 99.999% of people don't do it the way I do. I force content out because I always feel, if I don't get this out now, somebody else will. But a lot of you are planners. So there is a way that you can put these scripts in there but make it more natural. And 
instead of writing out big paragraphs and chunks, you've got to break it down into micro segments. And then you can make a flawless video. Now, I don't know if there's any openings left, but he started a system called Scale Plus. I'm not here to sell you shit. You know I give it away for free. But for those wanting to really take it to the next level and need that help building out that, shoot me an email, info at jacksonwilkie.com. I'll get you with Ryan. I know he only had 10 spots and I think they might be full, but what he does is he sits on a call with you <laughs> and asks you these questions. And he builds out your 10 segments for you. And then you shoot the video, get it back to him and his hired editors, his personal editors edit the video. They know they're trained on how to work those videos. They do the uploading, the title tag descriptions, the thumbnail scheduling. So all you do have to do is shoot the video, which he helps you plan out which has already gotten him out of production in two years from his YouTube channel, and he's moving to a new market. So shoot me an email, info at jacksonwilkie.com to learn more about that. <clears throat> but guys, the number one way you're gonna get away from scripting, reps. I do this walk and talk, I'm on episode, I think 56, right? Think I've written anything down? I literally am just telling you stories every day of all the times I've gotten my ass just kicked just so that it can help you. That's why I love YouTube more than anything in the world because I can talk it all day. That's why I stopped traveling and starting new YouTube channels because I got really annoyed at that and it, it made me depressed and I just want to teach this shit free every day. That's all I want to do. And by helping thousands of you guys, it helps me. But where I pour the majority of my energy, my EXP partners. I'm having coaching calls every day for free. Having this personal coaching. I'm your therapist. And that's what it's all about. I don't take any of your money. People go, oh, it costs this, it costs that. Well, what's it costing you not getting your business on YouTube or with video? Hundreds of thousands of dollars a year? Time with your family? If it comes down to a number, then you're already messed up in the head. That's how I was. Oh, it's a number. It costs this much. Well, how much is it costing you to not do this stuff, to not surround yourself with people doing things bigger than you? The people we surrounded ourselves are doing massive things and we're trying to catch them and you get to enjoy that ride. That's what partnering with people. Ryan Strong, perfect example. Partnered with us a year ago. A year later, he's out of production, moving to a new market, joins the team because he's that freaking amazing. Like I'm here to put people up, build you up. It ain't a money grab. That's all the recruiters out there. So shoot me an email, info at jacksonwilkie.com and say, you know what? I just want to learn more about this partnership. I don't know if it's a fit for me and my business yet. I don't know about this EXP thing. Seems super gimmicky. Well, why sit there and think about it all the time? Why don't you just make a call and we talk about it and then you go, yep, it's not for me. And I go, perfect. Is there anything else I can do to help you? At least you'll know. But now get your ass down there and rate this podcast and write me a review, please. And if you're on YouTube, comment now. One thing you learned and took away. And until the next Walk and Talk, homies, we'll catch you later.